Moshe teaches the Jewish people a song that encompasses all of Jewish history. It is composed with lyrical beauty, but much of its message is a harsh critique of the people's current and future failings. One example is the Jewish people's response to prosperity. The Pasuk in Devarim, Lamed Bet Tetvav 32, 15 reads, and Yeshurun became fat and rebelled. You grew fat, thick and rotund. Israel forsook the God who made them and spurned the mighty rock of their salvation. The song tells of a cycle of material prosperity followed by the people rejecting God. There are sadly many examples from ancient to modern times. As Rav Hirsch comments on our verse, Quote, it contains the quintessence of all of Jewish history. In suffering, Israel has generally stood the test well, but only rarely has it been able to stand good fortune. End quote. He further explains, quote, Here for the first time in scripture, we read the name Yeshurun, Israel, is so called on account of the ideal of its moral calling, for Israel's duty is to be yashar, straight, never deviating from the straight path of its calling. Above, it says that God wanted Israel to ascend to the double pinnacle of earthly achievement, the peak of material prosperity and the peak of spiritual and moral perfection. For Israel is required to be a shining example, demonstrating that one who would lead a spiritual and moral life completely dedicated to duty is not necessarily obliged to renounce the enjoyment of earthly happiness. Rather, the highest degree of morality is entirely compatible with the greatest measure of earthly happiness. What is more, morality must prove itself in the very midst of earthly happiness, and must utilize all the earthly pleasures and resources to attain the spiritual virtue of doing one's moral duty. This is the moral ideal set for the people of Yeshurun, and for the people, and for the purpose of realizing this ideal, it was given an abundance of material riches and pleasures. However, after receiving milk and honey, it grew fat and kicked. Such has been the history of our people of Israel. It failed to utilize its abundance and surplus for increased spiritual and moral performance for more complete fulfillment of its task. Its moral progress lagged behind its material prosperity, and it did not understand how to remain master of its riches and its prosperity. It did not use them for the achievement of its moral duties. Instead, it allowed itself to be overwhelmed by wealth and prosperity, and it allowed its better spiritual and moral self to be drowned out in them. End quote. The, Ram- the Rambam references our verse along with another concept, Havle Hazaman, the fleeting, temporary, passing endeavors of our time. He writes in Hilchot Shuva, Perek Tet, Hey, 9.5, V'chein hudianu b'torash im na'azov ha-Torah midatenu v'na'asok b'havle hazman. And so too, it makes known to us, the Torah, that if we leave the Torah intentionally and simply involve ourselves with the passing or fleeting or temporary uh, things of our time, Kinyan Shnatmar, as the Pasuk says, Vayishman Yeshurun Vayivat, that the Yeshurun became fat and kicked, that's our Pasuk, etc. Shadayan Ha'emet Yasir Min Ha'ozvim Kol Tavot Ha'olam Hazah Shahim Hizku Yedehan Libot. Similarly, the Torah has informed us that if we consciously abandon the Torah and involve ourselves in the vanities of the time in a manner similar to that stated in our Pasuk, Yeshurun became fat and kicked, then the true judge will remove from us all the benefits of this world, which reinforce the rebellion for those who abandon the Torah. So basically, when the Jewish people don't use their riches and abundance properly, those riches are removed.
The concept of Hevel, transience, is a core theme in the book of Kohelet, written by King Solomon. We are reminded that man allots great importance and directs much of his effort towards enterprises and endeavors of only transient value. In our minds, physical objects and the objects of our fantasies are permanent and, la- and lasting. We so easily get caught up with the short-term and transitory needs of our everyday lives. We become distracted from the objectives we have for our life. The Rambam notes that the mitzvah of shofar is designed to address this very issue. He says, Even though the mitzvah of shofar is uh, from a pasuk, remez yishbo, there's a hint, there's an idea implied in it. Klomar saying, Uru uru yesheni mishinatchem. Wake up, wake up, you sleepers from your sleeping. Vehikitsu dardamim mitardamatchem. And uh, and basically to shock or wake wake you slumberers from your slumber. Vechafsuma sechem, search your actions. Vechazrubitshuva, engage in tshuva, return in tshuva. Vezachruborachem, and remember your creator. Elu hashovchim et ha'emet b'havle hazman. These are those that forget the truth in the passing transient vanities of our time. And they spend all their years, they stumble all their years in temporary things and emptiness. Which will not benefit them nor save them. Look at your souls. And improve your ways and the manner in which you operate. And each of, uh, each of them should leave their evil path and their thoughts that are not beneficial. So that's the Rambam. And he's emphasizing that we get lulled into concentrating on our daily task list. We focus on what feels urgent instead of what is truly important. We invest our time and energy into things that don't ultimately matter. These are all typical human patterns. The shofar and the institution of tshuva provide a remedy, an opportunity to zoom out, to reevaluate our lives, a wake-up call, to refocus beyond the transient toward our true values.